This is the Tech Talks playlist from Web Summit. I'm your host, David Savage. We've been going around Web Summit and we've talked to five people from the conference floor, trying to find out why they're here, what's going on, and what the buzz is on the ground in Lisbon. This is your twice weekly technology podcast brought to you by the Harvey Nash Group, where we talk to leaders across the industry and bring you a bit of technology news. Hope you enjoy this playlist. So I'm chatting to Margot. Margot, you're a student at Oxford University. Yes. What do you study? I study Spanish and Portuguese. So why on earth are you at a tech conference? <laughs> well, I think um, tech is such an interesting area, and especially for my generation, I think it's going to consistently grow. And I think when I look at kind of the world of work, I want to work somewhere really fast moving, and tech is so fast moving, and the Web Summit is where it moves the fastest, it seems. Um, and I was really lucky to be um, given a ticket to come here and I've just had the most incredible time. And being a, a French and Portuguese student, easy yeah. enough to kind of get around. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I'm half French, but I do Spanish and Portuguese. So it oh, covers Spanish a, covers yes, a lot of ground here, for sure. Um, though Portuguese people are absolutely incredible at English. And I think it's yeah. such a big reason as to why Lisbon is just going to grow and grow in the years to come. I'm your typical Brit who struggles. I mean, I speak some French. Mm -hmm. Don't put me on the spot, though. <laughs> uh, my goddaughters would find that hilarious. It is French. Um, but, um, yeah, it's super easy if you don't speak Portuguese. Completely. People are very friendly. And, anyway. They are the nicest people. Um, so, look, you are studying languages. You said there that you yes. think tech is the future. But what do you imagine that you're going to do when you graduate? Oh, my goodness. I have literally no idea. Um, so... I know that I want to do something where I'm communicating with people and where I'm learning a lot um, because that's what I love about my degree. Um, and I think anyone who studies languages comes to that degree with an innate curiosity for people and they want to learn about new places and meet new people and communicate with them on a deeper level than if you just speak English. Um, I think, you know, having traveled across South America, speaking with people in Peru or Chile in Spanish opened up a whole different level of conversation that I never would have achieved if I'd just spoken to them in English and I think that when I look at where I want to work I want to bring that curiosity to work with me and I think I'm you know considering on the one hand maybe something more corporate the more kind of classic consulting or banking that it feels like a lot of Oxford grads go into or you know if there's an early stage startup that looks like it you know the, where it looks like I could add some value I'd absolutely love to do that um but definitely having a little dilemma at the moment between kind of corporate or startup life, for sure. Well, look, that's interesting, right? Because you're here, there are alphas and betas in terms of, and if people are unfamiliar with, with those kind of phrases, they're very web summity. But sure. it's basically kind of various different stages of funding. So they're growth companies, they're startups. And then obviously you've got the huge stages where you've got the corporates. Yeah. What are you drawn to? What, what are you kind of instinctively going, let's go and have a chat maybe to some of these people and find out what they're all about? Um, and what attracts you, perhaps, to a future employer? Interesting. Um, I would say, I mean, the more corporate conferences have been absolutely fascinating because the speakers are so high profile and some of them are just absolute household names. But what I've really loved doing here is kind of walking through the beta stands and seeing a company and reading a description and being interested in it and just walking up and being like, right, tell me about what you do. So um, I saw... Uh, for example, a company called Egg, which is a Portuguese-based company, and they create these really beautiful, uh, very efficient chargers. And it was such a beautiful product, and I was asking about how they designed that. And I think that I found that experience more invigorating and more rewarding than I found kind of passively listening to some of the more corporate conferences. So, 
yeah, upon reflection, maybe I'm more drawn to that. One of the things that Web Summit is quite keen to promote this year is that over half of the attendees for the first time are women. Yes. Statistically, what? Participation rates um, in the industry have been stuck globally at about 17%. You're exactly the demographic that a lot of these companies will want to attract into their businesses. So what do you look for from, from a business? What, what are you kind of going, all right, beyond what you do, what about you tells me that you're a place that I would feel comfortable working? Well, that's a great question because I think at this age, I'm thinking about a lot more about how I can get a company to want me rather than what a company can do to make me want them. It's a very, it feels like a very privileged thing to ask myself. Um, so it's, it's a great question because I've not really considered it. I think when I look at a company, obviously first the opportunity to learn. And I think especially as a woman entering a space where, as you say, there aren't many women the opportunity to kind of be mentored maybe not necessarily within a, in a formal way but that there are women in a senior leadership in senior leadership positions that can help me that can help guide me into the slightly murky waters of tech um, I think that's something that really attracts me and also a really positive and open uh, culture for sure so I find that really interesting it's almost like there's a disconnect in narrative right because you are obviously intelligent because of the, the, the university that you're studying at at and the degree that you're going to come out with. You're in the demographic that people want to get into the industry. There is a massive skill shortage. And yet, you feel that you're having to impress them. For sure. I don't know, maybe it's part of just, you know, if you study at Oxford, most people are huge perfectionists and don't feel that they'll be good enough unless they tick every single box because Oxford's an incredible place, but it definitely breeds a culture sometimes of comparison and of um, of not feeling like you're quite good enough. So for example, anytime we do an exam, we'll be ranked against our peers quite publicly. And I think that does lead you to constantly see where you can improve, but not where you're already good enough. Does that make sense? And I think maybe that's why I've got that mindset. What themes interest you from this conference? In previous years, prior to the pandemic, uh, you know, 2019, so Tim Berners-Lee was talking about a new deal for the internet. People kind of were very aware what Web Summit was wanting to talk about. This year, perhaps it feels a little less certain. Some people are kind of questioning what the theme is. What, what is jumping out to you? Definitely. I think the themes that I see coming up time and time again are um, NFTs, Web3, crypto generally, and sustainability. I think those are the ones that are constantly coming up, and social media and how it can be regulated. I was really struck by the fact that on opening night, they had the Facebook whistleblower come to speak. And then the following day, they had a talk by um, some very senior people at Facebook about how Facebook breeds innovation. I thought that was a little bit of a, almost of a conflict there. I thought that was really interesting. But it's clear that social media and the problems that it poses is something that people are really, really keen to explore. Um, and I thought that France's speech on opening night was absolutely incredible. I think she's an incredible speaker. Um, but I think the themes that I've been most drawn to have definitely been in the in those areas. And also I've seen a few kind of femtech talks that I've been really interested in seeing. And I've, as soon as I see um, a stand of beta or alpha that has women in it, which is a little rare, I'm straight there and I'm asking them as many questions as I can. So you say they're what you've been drawn to, but when you actually listen, what are the things that have stood out? What are the things that when you return to studies, you're actually gonna carry home with you and go, hang on a minute, that's, that's what's challenged or changed my perceptions from what I imagined? 
I had no idea the extent to which NFTs could be used for good and the extent to which crypto can be used for good. And that's something that has really changed my perspective. I think I saw it before as a way that people could make a lot of money very quickly in an area that is almost like a kind of new gold rush. Um, but almost every time that I've spoken to people in that area here, especially women in that area, it's all about the impact that it can have. So I spoke to two amazing women yesterday who um, essentially run this company where um, you give people in um, underdeveloped countries cryptocurrency and educate them on it. And yeah. it's an absolutely incredible initiative. I think it's called Impact Makers. Um, and that is something that I'm really going to carry with me. And that's really stood out to me how something so new can change the world in such a great way. So look, this, this conference is massive. There are 40,000 people here, loads of talks, sometimes difficult to know exactly where to go and what to do. How have you navigated it? How have you kind of broken down where to spend your time? Well, um, so this, the Web Summit started on Monday. I spent all of Sunday morning sat on the sofa reading through. So I have my laptop in one hand, iPad in the other hand with the Web Summit app. So on one hand, I was researching all the companies and the schedule. And on the other hand, I was um, building my own schedule based on all the talks. So they have this great kind of interactive schedule and anything that you're interested in, you can kind of tick and then they build you your own personal schedule. So I've been following that schedule and then also making sure that I've taken the time to just wander around and chat to people because that's how I've had some of the best experiences here. So if you were talking to a peer, you're talking yeah. to another female, uh, maybe in higher or further education, mm -hmm. perhaps someone even slightly younger, who's interested in the industry but doesn't really know a huge amount yeah. about it. Having been here for a few days, having got a taste of it yourself, what would your advice be to them? Oh, great question. I would say, first go through and pick the talks that really stand out to you where when you read the title you just get super excited and you want to hear what questions they're going to answer and what topics they're going to raise but make sure that what I did slightly wrong is I got too excited about too many talks and I wish that I'd actually carved out a little more time to just take a pause and wander around and ask people about what they're doing so try and balance kind of maybe go to few talks a day but make sure that you have kind of one or two hour slots at a time where you can literally just enjoy and relish in the fact that you're surrounded by so many bright minds so many innovators so many incredible people who are super keen to chat in a way that they probably wouldn't be normally if you just approach them on LinkedIn for example well look it's awesome to, to talk to you and find out what your first experience of this thank is you like. it's been incredible and I hope it's a, a portal into working in the tech industry for sure oh.